This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. I have been so behind in listening to new music and uh, I was a whole week behind with uh, the regular radio shows that I listen to, so much so that I set aside last Monday, it was bank holiday, to catch up. Oh, and uh, before we go any further, tonight's show has been pre-recorded, not because I'm gigging, but uh, because I'm up at silly o'clock Saturday morning for work, making up for having Monday off. Plus... Also, I paid a trip to the dentist's as, uh, whilst brushing my teeth, one of my back upper molars decided to disintegrate. Yay! So anyway, let's get things going with a brand new track from the Speedways called A Drop in the Ocean, taken from their forthcoming album, Talk of the Town. Is it just me? 
Or did the opening track remind you of The Kinks Wayne for you? Barton says it's just me. Yeah, okay. Uh, on last week's show, I mentioned that Steve Vincent, hot on the heels of his solo album, Recovered from My Past, uh, had sent me the new Paradise Alley four-track EP, Bad Timing and Silver Linings, although I pluralised timing. Uh, Monday, as I mentioned, I caught up with my musical backlog with the Paradise Alley EP first on my pile to hear, to be honest, the four tracks could uh, quite easily have been the uh, extra songs on the Recovered From My Past bonus CD instead of the covers, mainly because uh, all but one of the songs seemed to address the horrible and totally unfair situation that Steve found himself in a few years ago that uh, could have seen him completely disappear and withdraw from the music scene. Having said that, though, the EP you know, is an upbeat record. Well, it's unashamedly... Glam, uh, even if some of the subject matter might not be. Paradise Alley are, I believe, celebrating 30 years since their formation, with Steve the only constant member. For bad timing and silver linings, he has enlisted Alex Holmes in the guitar department. For Hard Rock Hell Sleaze that the band played last weekend, the lineup consisted of Steve, obviously, on vocals, Adam Feasley from Adam and the Hellcats on guitar, Ian Ged Norris on bass and Ian Welch, founding member of Tiger Tales, on drums. And from all reports, you know, they played a blinder. Uh, the track I have selected for your consideration is Soho Days, that pays tribute to that area of London that uh, was so important and played a major part of the glam and sleaze scene in the 1980s. It might not have had the weather of LA, but it certainly had the characters and the bands. <laughs> Tomorrow, live for the day Wake up every 
On the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Haven't you got anything better to do?
straight after Paradise Alley and Soho Days, you heard, because I played Dang and Go Away, a band that feature former Glucifer bassist Stu Max. Go Away was taken from the just-released second album, The Will of God. Nearly all the establishments mentioned in Soho Days have uh, long gone. Only the uh, San Moritz remains, and even if it's most famous patron, Lemmy, Moved out in 1990, spending the remaining of his 25 years at the Rainbow. Another venue that played a big part for me in the 1980s was uh, the Hammersmith Palais. I've seen the likes of the Damned, Lords of the New Church, Hanoi Rocks, even Anthrax there. It was bulldozed in 2012 with student accommodation now occupying the site. Of course, The Clash immortalised it in, open brackets, white man, close brackets, in Hammersmith Palais, but so did Demolition 23 in the shape and form of Hammersmith Palais that appeared on their 1994 self-titled album. It's been out of print for years and uh, never even made it onto vinyl first time around until now. Wicked Cool Records, who just so happened to be owned by Stephen Van Zandt, who produced the album, is reissuing it on October the 15th on vinyl with the CD sporting three bonus demo tracks in the shape and form of Dysfunctional, Scum Lives On, and naturally, Hammersmith Palais. Since Hammer's 
think Hanoi Rocks ever played the Hammersmith Palais. Come on, it was nearly 40 years ago. And in the case of, I didn't see that coming, from what I can gather, Demolition 23 will be supporting the Michael Munro band at Michael's 60th birthday gig on the 23rd of September at the Helsinki Ice Rink, who will be in Demolition 23, along with Mr Munro and Yaffa, remains to be seen. Uh, We've had a Demolition segmentation with appropriately Demolition 23. So now it's time for this week's Covers Corner. First up is uh, an odd one because the song in question was co-written by the main man in the up-and-coming band. Obviously, you're all going, What the heck are you going on about? Well, I shall tell you. My favourite, favourite Last Great Dreamers song is Crash Landing in Teenage Heaven that formed part of the collection of unreleased recordings the band put out around the time they got back together in 2014. Slider Smith, who, along with Mark Valentine, co-wrote Crash Landing in Teenage Heaven, has re-recorded it for his solo album Charm Offensive. Uh, another dreamer song has also made it in the shape and form of Oblivion Kids. Well, that does form part of Slider's band name. Anyway, where Oblivion Kids doesn't stray too far from the original, Crash Landing does. It seems slower, even though the difference is only, you know, five seconds. Maybe laid back is the word I'm looking for. Take a listen. Somebody tell me what's going on. My head is spinning, there's something wrong. And twice as fast My mind is sliding right down my spine The words you speak are so out of line If Jimmy D could see me now Crash landing in teenage heaven Crash landing in teenage heaven Crash landing in teenage heaven When Lady Tron is a microwire In PVC and plastic smiles I'm Napoleon on a Sunday drive It's three o'clock and I could break A mountain to this shag pile grave On cigarettes and a jump jet line Crash landing in teenage heaven Crash landing in teenage heaven Crash landing in teenage heaven Now I'm going down Now I'm going down Seems to change The more I touch The more I break Dancing on a cup Looking like an Italian A loveless eyes And a kung fu kicks Who wants to be The mixed up kid A Valentino On the rise Crash landing in teenage heaven Crash landing in teenage heaven Crash landing in teenage heaven now I miss Ginger and John Paul's recent spate of live gigs. Uh, The closest to me was Hastings, but uh, unfortunately 
It was on a school night. However, the squirrel, Alan, and friend of the show and squirrel associate, Arkwright, did attend and came back with various differing reports, depending on how much alcohol each had consumed. The general consensus was that it was most excellent, even if Ginger did have a panic attack that saw him leave the stage whilst he got himself together. It happens. No one is immune. On the 7th of October, Ginger Wildheart and The Sinners will be releasing their self-titled debut album. I've already aired, lately always, from the aforementioned album, but uh, another track has been lifted to wet our appetite. Of course, as we're in Covers Corner... It's a cover. Uh, It's no secret that Ginger loves the Georgia Satellites, hence the inclusion of Six Years Gone. Well, I did say I was going to mine their cover album of 21, marking the band's 21st anniversary. So uh, I am. Uh, This week, it's the cover of the Choir Boys' 7 o'clock. The Choir Boys themselves uh, have been in the news this week with the announcement of their first new album since the departure of founding member Spike. The album is aptly called The Band Rolls On and features some top-notch guest musicians like uh, Joe Elliott, Angry Anderson, Chips Enough and Steve Conte. No firm date for the release has been made, but uh, you can pre-order it from the band's record label. Links in this week's show notes. Uh, The band have also announced a tour next year to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the Beautiful Curse album, starting on the uh, 20th of April and finishing up on the 20th of May. Spike on Monday, that's the 5th of September. Future streaming, downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners is due to announce the date of his London gig that sees him reunite with Guy Bailey, Nigel Mork, 
Chris Johnson and Rudy Richmond with some very special guest appearances. I wonder if Ginger will be a guest. Oh, maybe Ginger will be in uh, Demolition 23. No, it won't be Adam Bombarton. He's playing a date at the Czech Republic then. Anyway, here's the cheats and seven o'clock. Come in. 
After the cheats and seven o'clock, you heard because I played Shadowfall by Don't Wake the Line, a band I know uh, nothing about apart from the vocalist has been described as sounding like a heavy in jury. Right on to live music. Not that I've been to any this week, however, Slade, the first band I got into at the age of seven and sadly have never seen live, are all set to release on the 9th of September. All the World is a Stage 5 CD box set that can late nearly all of their live albums. No Alive 2 and uh, not their full iconic Reading 1980 set, but with two previously unreleased live shows, namely Live at Hucknall Miners Welfare Club, recorded in December 1980, and the New Victoria live gig from 1974. I was hoping... Uh, for a wealth of archive information, unseen photos, and, you know, pearls of wisdom from Holder, Lee, Hill and Powell. Sadly, this isn't the case. All five CDs are housed in one of those clan boxes with no sleeve notes whatsoever. All I could do was feel the noise.
regular listeners will know I love the damned. They are my number two in my three life-changing bands. Number one is the Beatles, with number three are going to the Helicopters. As I've previously mentioned, the Damned will be releasing the live album and Blu-ray of A Night of a Thousand Vampires, recorded at the London Palladium in October 2019. There have been a plethora of live Damned albums over the years. Some official, you know, some less so. My favourite or should I say uh, most listened to, are Live, Shepparton, 1980. Sadly, I don't think we'll ever see the whole set released in either mix and the 40th anniversary tour live at Margate. I wonder how the new one will fare. Let's find out. with the damned it's only about seven weeks until the original lineup with dave brian captain and rat 
embark on the handful of reunion shows that have been postponed at least twice. I'll see you at Hammersmith Odeon on both dates, fingers crossed. I so wish Lou Edmonds was involved, uh, even if it was just for the encore, because I mean, that lineup was together, you know, so briefly before Dave Burke came in to replace Rat, who in turn was replaced by John Moss. On the 14th of September, Rat and Durwood Andrews will be releasing their debut album called Durwood and the Rat. As I'm sure you know, Durwood was the guitarist in Generation X and has worked together with Rat in Dead Horse, uh, along with Glenn Matlock and Gary Twin. Unfortunately, uh, only recorded some demos and I'm sure Durwood, uh, in some capacity, has worked in the Mutant albums anyway. From Durwood and the Rat, this is She Came True. Take me to your leader, cause we all need her even more. Say the things we wanna hear, make it clear it's better than before. Obviously, that was just a taster. Or was it? This week's reissue comes courtesy of The Jewel. Originally released 10 years ago, the soundtrack to the end of the world, open brackets, the Zack Splash story, close brackets, featuring Max Splodge from Splodginess Abounds on narrator duties, has been remastered, reworked and remixed and is being re-released on the 16th and is about Zack Splash, a fictional artist from the 70s, who has a comeback hit in this millennium. Sadly, founding member and keyboardist Andy was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2014, something both my late sister and late uncle endured. Proceeds from this release will be going to the MS Society. For your pleasure, this is Splash On You. This is the story of the legendary Zach Splash, known to his mum and the Inland Revenue as Nigel Prickett. But anyway, to the rest of the world, he's lovingly known as the iconic frontman of new wave pop sensation Splash. They rose to fame with their smash hit debut single, Splash on You, in 1981. Nigel's an happy-go-lucky, vodka-fueled, Bowie-obsessed kind of chappy. He started the band Splash with his schoolmates, and that changed his world forever, supposedly. He was a true romantic, and there were only ever two things that mattered to him in his life. One was music, and the other was Lucy Licks.
their face wanting to party. But Zach had been there, done that, so he decided to make his own party back at the hotel. On the way back, there were more police sirens than normal. Then again, it's London, a familiar thing, so they didn't give it any more thought. Back to new music on the 11th of November. The City Saints will be releasing their brand new album, Punk and Roll, but preceding it will be a single called Can't Pin Me Down that will be released on the 9th of this month, as in next Friday. Of course, I'm not going to make you wait a whole seven days. You see, what a nice guy I am. a lot for another week thanks as always for taking the time and listening in so until next week take it easy this episode of the paranoid squirrel rock show was produced by bart and stacy engineered by fenny bridges and was hosted by armitage schmidt and was a wapsis lodge production